Welcome to the Fantasy Hangover, a weekly fantasy football podcast. You can download us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, head over to KnockedOutEntertainment.com for some other great podcasts and content. We're your hosts. I'm Shane. I'm Carl. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Now pop some Advil and grab your Gatorades. It's time for your Fantasy Hangover. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's NFL draft time. We're watching it on Thursday. It's gonna be great. How many quarterbacks go on day one? Five. I'm gonna go with four. All right. All right. So welcome back. Um, after our little bit of a hiatus, um, thank you, Mother Nature. Yeah, Mother Nature kind of got in the way. You know, when you get twenty some inches of snow in April, it kind of makes things a little rough. I was literally one city away from the city that got the most snow in the state. Yeah. <laughs> um. The yeah, there's it was it was bad. It it was for people who don't live in the Midwest and don't get snow. You don't know what that was like. <laughs> I Imagine just... being in just a, a complete pitch black area, dark as night, there's no no moonlight, there's no light from any lampposts around, and you have to drive through it without any headlights. Uh, That's what it was, but it was white. <laughs> yeah, it was. there was about 10 feet of visibility out there on the roads. Um, I had to drive my half hour drive home from work took two hours. Um, yeah, it was a little rough, but uh, but now we're back uh, better than ever. Uh, we're boys talking are back in town. The boys are back in town. Uh, we're talking NFL draft. Um, just a warning to everybody out there. We are a fantasy football podcast. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of fantasy football, but I mean, the draft is is literally uh, when this comes out, it's it's a day. I think about a day away. I think no, we're going to drop this it's the same day. Because doesn't we release on Thursdays? You're probably you are probably all seven thousand of you that listen to this podcast will be hearing it right before the NFL draft happens. So if, if you time get excited, right, start it at like five thirty, and then it should finish right in time for you to pop a pizza in the oven before the draft starts. In fact, we're going to end this by making sure you know that there's fifteen minutes before the Cleveland Browns make their first overall pick. Deal. Um, uh, so with that said, we're going to talk a lot about the NFL draft. There's going to be some defensive players discuss, offensive linemen, things like that. Um, but we, we, we're going to start it off with, uh, with our normal quick outs. And then we're going to jump into our, uh, final top fives. Uh, myself, uh, Zach and Carl sent his in. We don't have anything for Chris, although that might have been a little on my bad. I didn't actually text him for it. Um, cause he said he was flying today. So I didn't really want to bother him with that. Fair enough. Um, but uh yeah so obviously it's just uh Zach and Shane here with you. Uh but we're going to start it out with the quick outs. Take it Zach. All right. So just a few things to cover. Um we've got some notable cuts, some notable players that retired and some notable signings. So the first off, we'll start with the cuts. Uh Brandon Marshall got cut by the New York Giants after <laughs> yes, one year of his two-year deal. And one um, day after, he said, there's no room for you, Dez. Well, we didn't get to Dez yet. Spoilers. I thought you were going to start with Dez Spoilers. so we could easily talk about the, the, with Brandon Marshall. God. 
Uh, Marquette King got cut by the Raiders. Uh, more specifically, got cut by John Gruden because yeah. John Gruden didn't care for him as a person. Yeah. <laughs> Marquette uh, King is kind of a show off, kind of kind of showboaty, and you just don't don't get that with punters and kickers. Marquette King's got that got that little bit of to vibe where he's got it's, swagger. Yeah, it, it's not that he's going to do anything off the field that's going to get him in trouble or get or like be us. You know, people are going to look at him and be like, "Oh, what a bad guy!" Because he's not a bad guy. He's just somebody that likes to talk a lot of trash. And yep. and he, to be honest, with you, he's a lot of fun to listen to, just like to was. Except he's a punter. Yep. Um, and then uh, C.J. Anderson got cut by the Denver Broncos after multiple failed trade attempts. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see where he goes. It's I honestly would guess he's still going to go to Miami. I'm thinking the Miami as um, well. They Gase, they were the only ones really trying to trade for him. Yep. And Gase, Gase with yeah. Miami just makes sense. Gase Gase knows him. He you know was an offensive coordinator during his during C.J. Anderson's best season. And he clearly does not like Kenyon Drake. No, he does not. Um, and then going back to earlier, the spoiler that Shane gave, uh, Des Bryant got cut. Yeah, I did. Not surprised. Um, I think both of us in this room are completely 100% not surprised and completely okay with that. I mean, he's a wildly overrated player. Yep. Um, he hasn't had a good season in four years. Yeah. He's, he, when he got cut, he said, see you, see y'all twice a year, um, to the, to the Cowboys. Which immediately and... made me feel like he was going to get signed by the Redskins. Because <laughs> the Redskins need the help. Yep. And they like to overplay over... or they Sorry, not overplay. Overpay overrated NFL players. Terrell Pryor. Last uh, year. Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, Albert Hainsworth. I was Alex go- Smith. I'm yeah. sorry, but Alex Smith did not earn that 80, I, $87 million They would have been deal. so much smarter just giving it to Kirk Cousins. Yes. Except Kirk Cousins went and got a baseball contract. Yes, um, he did. Which we talked about before. Um, but, uh, yeah, at this point, I mean, I don't think the Giants want him. I don't think the Redskins want him. I, I don't. Uh, he said twice a year, I do, the Eagles aren't going to sign him. They've got they've got yeah. Alshon Jeffrey, who is a better version of Des Bryant in all the ways. So, um Better and I, younger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not as injury prone. I think I think he well, could okay, that's a lie. I think he could go to Arizona still. Um I think you could see I could see him going to a surprise team, somebody like like Detroit, where they've got a lot of players that don't have the Des Bryant skill set. Um, because Galladay didn't you know, he was injured all the year last year, who has this Des Bryant kind of style of play, but but they have a lot of good receivers. But I but just I don't much- see them overpaying for him though. But he's gonna, his name it alone is gonna command money. Are you really willing to pay that money for a twenty-nine-year-old receiver who's past his prime? I don't think anybody should be willing, but I, somebody's going to. I mean, it's gonna happen at some point. Somebody's gotta sign him. God, don't let it be San Francisco. Don't let it be San Francisco. But, um, all right. So, and then the last one here. It, I don't remember all the details exactly, but uh, Daryl Worley, a month after getting traded from Carolina to Philadelphia, uh, got himself into some trouble with the police and wound up getting himself cut. He was apparently uh, under the influence of something. I I don't know if it was drugs or alcohol. I think it was alcohol Um, and blocking like an on ramp. And then he got belligerent with the cops. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's right. His vehicle was in like the middle of the highway, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was it was a pretty bad situation and and you know the the uh the Eagles are very justified in getting rid of 
that because it was just I I mean he'll sign a, a prove it deal now for cheap with somebody, but it'll be later in the off season. Yeah, it'll be you know once you know maybe right around the time of the first preseason game once things have died down about it. But yeah, I mean it's he probably is going to go to rehab or something to show that he's getting help uh, from whatever whether it's alcohol or drugs or whatever it was, and and somebody will give him a chance. But yeah, it it was. Whew. You know what's even more weird than that is the Alden Smith situation. So a couple weeks ago, Alden, I, I, I'm bringing this up, but kind of a surprise. I wasn't planning on it, but no, I'm letting you go too. You're <laughs> going to know a lot more about it because you're a little bit closer to this player. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, Alden Smith uh, was supposed to show up to a police station um, to get fitted with a device to check his blood alcohol content due to the uh, stipulations of his prior arrest, and he was going to get fitted with a device. And he wound up showing up to the police station, hammered out of his mind, blew a .40, I believe it was, uh, which is about five times the legal limit in Minnesota. <laughs> I'm not just about halfway to dead. Yeah, uh, blew a .40. Um, he he needs help. Somebody somebody help the guy. Like he he has to want to help himself first. Yeah, I was about but, to say you got to help yourself before someone else can help you. I mean, I'm sure there's people that I'm sure he had an agent. He had a lot of people that he probably doesn't have around him anymore because they they probably ditched, but that told him to get help and, you know, probably try to help him get help, but this this was a guy who had almost 50 sacks in his first 3 seasons as a player. Yeah. His first 3 seasons. If he would have still kept a playing now at that same pace, he would be over a hundred sacks. Yeah, he could have gone down if if he stayed at that pace. He could and continued playing. He could have gone down as one of the best, one of the best ever. Yeah, I mean he was at that pace, but yeah. you know you get in your own way sometimes. Yep, and it's just it sucks to see. Um, you know I I I wish him the best of luck because he was he was a great player. His NFL career is definitely over. He's oh yeah, indefinitely suspended. I just found out he hasn't actually played since what I think it was 2014. Yeah, it was. And, it was and that one he only played in the first couple of games, yeah. and he before he started his suspensions. Yep. Um. So yeah, his career, his NFL career is done, but hopefully he can get his life on track. Um. Although there's another uh, Niner right now that's starting to get a little bit more hot water. I'm Ruben oh Foster. Uh, God, Ruben Foster. There's more and more details come out about what's what's happening in the in the uh, situation. He well, had one of the charges dropped. It was yes. a misdemeanor charge, but he's still facing a possible eleven year prison sentence. Yes, eleven year prison sentence. Um, I mean that as as reports come out, they release more release more information as yep. he apparently held his girlfriend at gunpoint to try to prevent her from reporting the incident. And then I think he had hit her. He, be, the incident was that he had, he had beaten her. Yes. And he had hit her. I think it was reported eight to 10 times and then held her down at gunpoint. <laughs> it, um, another, right, another, another guy that had a great season last year. And is is, I mean, I don't, I don't see him playing this year. If at, if at the very least, he's not playing for, for a season. They've, they've, I mean, they're, they've got to at least hand down a suspension. He will get suspended. I don't know if it'll be he, a full season. He might not play for at least 11 years, though, as you were saying. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, he doesn't play. He, he spends his life in prison. Yeah. Like, until his mid-30s, he's in prison. Yep. That's the best case scenario. Or That's the worst, worst case, case scenario. scenario yeah. Best case scenario is 
It turns out that she was lying and it wasn't, he didn't do anything and he gets suspended maybe six to eight games for getting himself into the situation mm -hmm. of being there. If, if it ends up to be some kind of, and I, I'm not, I'm not somebody that victim blames or anything like that. If it oh, ends yeah. up being that kind of cash grab or something like that, yeah, there'll be like a six game suspension that'll be appealed and wherever it'll Reduce be Ezekiel. Three, yeah, something yeah, like that. the situation there. But, but I don't, but I don't think I it's mean, that. I mean, if I don't think it's that either, I, I, I 100% believe her when there's just so, too much too much coming out about it that this was also a guy who got kicked out of the combine last year yep for belligerent behavior yep so much talent so much waste welcome to the nfl folks yeah um i'm, I'm believing in combine red flags more and more like the big <laughs> red flags from combines i'm i'm taking them i'm not going grain of salt now i'm going you know if there's a big red flag at a combine you gotta you gotta it's, accept well, it and we'll talk about it soon but josh rosen is one of those guys that those combine flags are kind of creeping up on yep. him and he is starting to drop his value is starting to drop he's mm -hmm. now projected into the teens where he was projected top three pick earlier yeah although they, there was a report today saying that uh we'll talk about this in a little okay, bit yep. um is, is there so, yeah the retired players yep. um now that we've moved on from the the uh edits here yeah <laughs> uh retired players we have richie incognito great player not so not so great, great a person. person uh nick mangold for the from the formerly from the jets retired uh james harrison um of new england patriot and steeler fame as well of as Cincinnati mostly Bengal, steeler fame as well as cincinnati Bengal fame <laughs> um and a guy who i had no idea hadn't retired fred jackson <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you that he was in the league. I thought he retired like two years ago. The guy who kept on making uh, C.J. Spiller irrelevant. Yep. All right, so that's all for the retirings for the last couple weeks. And then signings. Um, I'm going to go over the, the main one last just so we can go right into that conversation. Yep. But we have RG3 signing as a backup to Joe Flacco with Baltimore. Which is a weird signing to me um, just because I don't, I, I don't think RG3 is really an NFL quarterback anymore. No, but he's probably more of an NFL quarterback than Ryan Mallett. That's true. <laughs> Who was Joe Flacco's backup? I think I think he's essentially a placeholder until they draft a oh probably uh, a quarterback here, probably in the second or third round this year, and possibly even in the first round if they're it, it, depending on what happens in the fall. You know, Lamar Jackson. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, even though RG three hasn't done anything for five years, he might be able to teach. You know, Lamar might, Jackson. How to not break his knees. Yeah. Yeah. You see this? Don't do this. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it's just weird. Um, we have Marquette King signing with Denver. Uh, rival tweeting at Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah, okay, so do explain that one. I, I wasn't sure what you're talking uh, about. Aaron Rodgers, there was a home uh, Milwaukee Bucks game Aaron Rodgers was at because he's a uh, minority owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, he's the first active NFL player to be a minority owner of another sports team. He's got the money. Uh, yep. And uh, he was there with his girlfriend, Danica Patrick, and Marquette King decided to uh, tweet at her and hit on her, uh, essentially trying to say, like, ditch him and come with me uh, while they're at the game together. <laughs> just It's just Marquette King being Marquette King, which to, it doesn't hurt anybody. Which is why he's, he got cut, he is definitely, cut by Oakland. He's probably trolling. It doesn't really hurt anybody. It's just him, him being a troll, and I thought yeah. it was funny. I would have loved to see if Aaron Rodgers or Danica Patrick commented on that. I don't uh, no, that they, I don't think they did. I think they just let it let it go. Um, all right, the last couple here uh, we have Cameron Meredith signing an <laughs> the Saints signed an offer sheet 
for Cameron Meredith, and he wound up signing with the Saints. The Bears declined to match the offer. Which could be a really good signing for yeah. He'll for be this. he'll be the number three yeah. for sure behind Michael Thomas and Ted Ginn. He'll be yeah. he'll be number three. And with with the possibility of overpassing Ted Ginn, depending on if he goes back to you know two years ago with what he was doing with the Bears, where where he had you know a thousand yard season. So yeah. Um, and then uh, the second to last one here we have Willie Sneed. Now he had as of the recording he hasn't officially signed, but Baltimore did offer him a sh- give him an offer, and the Saints I believe have two more days to match it. Yeah, they've got a couple days, but I mean as you said, they just signed Cameron Meredith, yep. and they also re-signed Brandon Coleman, who had already taken over the Willie Sneed role. And in the Willie Sneed has fallen out of favor with Peyton yep. in the offense. I- I'm I'm honestly going to guess it's because Sneed was not a run blocker. He's pretty small to be a run blocker. Yep. And you saw what the Saints did last year on the ground. Yeah. Um, with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, that is the direction of this team now. They are going to ride those guys into the ground. Which is so weird to think of the Saints as a run first team. <laughs> Considering how quick it happened. Yeah, I know. That was that was the surprising part. All right, and then the last one, I'm going to let Shane actually mention this one. Uh, that'd be Jordan Matthews to the New England Patriots on a one-year. Very small uh, deal. Um, the Patriots, obviously, they traded away Brandon Cooks. Um, which I don't know if we mentioned on the podcast, but they trade away Brandon Cooks for the number 23 overall pick. Yep. Um, so they have two first-round picks. Yep. And uh, so they have a little bit of a need at receiver. I mean, they, there's still a slight log jam with Edelman coming back. Um, they let Danny Amendola go as well to the Dolphins, which which we haven't talked about. I... This is weird. It was a weird signing by Miami. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't like, think I, he really fits into that that offense but you know Let, they, let's replace our 24 25 year old slot receiver with the record for most catches across the first four years of a career with a 34 year old slot receiver slot receiver who's constantly who injured shows up in the postseason but we never get there but miami's not gonna <laughs> get there so there's no need to worry about that um so it's it's really a prove a deal um there, there's about four wide receivers in new england to watch this year um, but once again, as of it's, now, there could be more there. Yeah, there could be more. Um, and, and I'm mentioning him to say that he might be a good late round grab and stash kind of guy to see what's going on with that offense. Yeah, because I wouldn't draft any New England offensive players other than Gronk and possibly Tom Brady earlier in the draft or in the top five rounds. I would wait till after that to grab any of them because right now you, you don't know where Brady they're heading in the top five rounds no no i wouldn't oh, draft them. Okay. I, I instantly regretted saying top okay. five rounds that once i, <laughs> I was straight. like you would grab what um but yeah so so i would stay away from new england offensive players until later and then you might have a kind of a gold mine later round pick though and not enough, we don't even know for sure that Kronk's gonna be back he'll be back it's still not He's, it's, it's, still a, it's not a cash sure. grab it's still not for sure he, i'm just he, saying he, I mean, he has he has he's working on some dirt bike skills right now. Um, that's we why know he, he's got the party skills down because well, they asked him why he wasn't at trading camp, and he said he's he's got some dirt bike skills he's working on. Um, he pretty much said that he was working out with people though, and and will be back. Although when they asked him if he was uh, if he's going to play, he said maybe, which I think he's just trolling with the media now. Um, but I, I think I, I think him him I think him. him? Him and Tom Brady are both angling for a little more money. Uh, Tom Brady, for the last couple seasons, um, he wants to be paid the money that he deserves that he hasn't that he's accepted less for. But now that well, he's maybe got, you shouldn't have taken all those pay cuts yeah. every single year. But now he's got a beef with Belichick, so he wants more, which is yeah, dumb. Fair. But um, and then Gronk just wants more money because he deserves more money. Yep. 
So, um, but yeah, that's, uh, with that, let's, let's, you know, it's not really the main, main topic, but, but this is the start. So let's, let's, we're on the tab clock for the NFL draft. We're not, that's, that is copyrighted. Now we have to pay royalties. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, we're going to start with our, with our top fives at each position. And I think the easiest, the best position for us to start with is going to be the quickest one well, to mention. No, the top five ish. Yeah. The top five ish. Top five ish um, at each position. Day, day one is H. Um, <laughs> uh, so we got it on lockdown. we're going to start with that ish. Um, because the top five tight ends are really four tight ends and there's really no particular order no uh we have hayden hurst yes uh wh- he was south carolina he was south carolina hayden hurst from south carolina we yep. have um mark andrews from oklahoma yep uh we have gordair from uh i don't remember his first name but gordair from okay, south I dakota add, is it gordair because i hear everybody else say goddard it, it's goddard i'm just oh. pronouncing it wrong okay um, I'm and not then, doing it on purpose. I'm just I just gotcha. I looked okay, at the no, name and said I was it wrong. Just wondering. <laughs> and then we have Mike Gusecki, the combine freak from uh, Penn State, coming in at number four. We're having technical difficulties here. Uh, I'm, bear, I'm good. We're good. Um, so yeah, that's that's the tight end. There's no particular order. Any of them could be good if they go to the right team. Um, but from what we're hearing, it's most likely going to be Hayden Hurst as the top guy because he is a pass catcher. Yes, but he also can block. That's the biggest thing coming out of it is that he is actually the best blocker in the class. Um, and because he's a dual threat in that sense, he'll probably be number one. Yeah, being more all around is good for him in this one because, it, and it's possible none of them go in the first round. It's possible one to two of them go in the first round. I've seen yeah. drafts with two going in the first round, which. Because you always have to factor in the fifth-year option. That's a big thing with yeah. the draft nowadays is the fifth-year option. Because they've got the scale system for rookies now, yep. um, the having more first-round picks is more of a premium for teams. Yep, 100% agreed. All right, so do we want to move on to the other top fives now we got rid of the day is H? Yeah. Um, let's start with Carl's picks for quarterbacks. Okay, so we're gonna make fun of Carl, then we're gonna go on to ours. Okay, yeah. perfect. So his number one quarterback is is Josh Rosen. His number two Are is, you serious? Yes. His number two is Baker Mayfield. Oofta. His number three is Lamar Jackson. His number four is Sam Darnold, and his number five is Josh Allen. Um Wow. <laughs> so Zach doesn't agree. Um, oh boy! Let's just let's just hear your top five here. To well, okay, it it, it wasn't that uh, the biggest the biggest not issue, but the biggest disagreement I have with Carl's is having Rosen number one. Okay, I think he is the most NFL ready quarterback, but you've got a lot of injury concerns, and you've also got personality concerns with him, where teams don't know how much he actually loves football and don't know how much he wants to commit to it. He's not in my top five. Okay, that's fair. I have him at number three on mine, so I'll just okay. go through my top five quick. I have Darnold, Mayfield, Rosen, Allen, and then Jackson. The reason why I have Mayfield at number two is, one, because he actually is a very good quarterback, and two, he is going to be drafted very high. It's sounding mm-hmm. top three. It's sounding like the New York Jets are going to be taking him at three after that trade with Indianapolis. I don't know if I love the landing spot in New York. 
But what I do love is the opportunity. Because he's got, what, Josh McCown and... Teddy Bridgewater. And Teddy Bridgewater ahead of him. A guy who may be making $500,000 this year on the team. Yeah. And a 38, 39-year-old journeyman veteran quarterback. That's not a whole lot of competition to beat out. All it's going to take is one to two bad games for Mayfield to get his opportunity. I'm wondering if the Mayfield to New York talk is a little bit of a smokescreen to try to get someone to trade ahead of them and uh, and take Mayfield before they do. But why would you trade with Indianapolis just to trade that pick again? No, no, they they're not looking for a trade. They're trying to get somebody to overspend on them. And then that way they can tell their fans that, you know, oh, no, somebody got ahead of us, and then they take Rosen. Because I think they like Oh, Rosen. you mean trading up with the Giants? Yeah. Oh, okay. The other New York. Gotcha. Okay, I thought you were still talking about trading with the Jets. No, I think the Jets' lo- like of Mayfield is a smokescreen um, because they want somebody to overspend on them. And they, like and, Chicago did last year with Trubisky. Yes. Um, they want somebody to... Uh, take him off of their plate because they know that he is the most New York quarterback of, oh, out there and that it's, that would be the one the fans would want. He was and they want an excuse born. to not draft him. He was born for New York. Yeah, I know. Mayfield, Mayfield and the Jets. Mayfield and the Jets. Actually, you know what would be even more perfect? Mayfield going to the Giants. Because imagine pairing him up with, no, with Odell. Oh, boy. So my top five... Is a little bit different. I know one of your guys in the top five, and I had a really hard time not placing him in my top five as well. But with all the hype that's coming out with Lamar Jackson and him possibly in a top 20 pick, I ha- I couldn't keep him out of the top five. If a guy goes to a team in the top 20, they are going to play you. You see, wh- unless you're Paxton Lynch. The way that I'm ranking this is not so much. I don't think any of these guys is going to be fantasy relevant next year. Oh, no, not next year for sure. I'm looking at guys that I think are going to be fantasy relevant in two to three years. Yep. Um, and ranking them as such. Okay. Um, about what I like and what I think um, in that sense. So my number one is Mason Rudolph. My number two is Josh Allen. My number three is Lamar Jackson. Then Sam Darnold. Then Baker Mayfield. Okay. Um, my, and the, I, I, I want to put me, I, I think it's possible Mayfield ends up being the better player than Darnold. Darnold worries me with the fumbles. Well, I think it was 20, 21 and 24 21 games. And, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of fumbles. It's a lot of fumbles, but that's, that's something trying to make too much in one play. Yes. At all times. But in the NFL, that's something that there's players that were fumble heavy in college that end up not being fumble heavy in the NFL for running backs, things like that. That's something they can they can train out of you. Well, there's also those players who just kept fumbling and the NFL didn't care. Adrian yeah. Peterson. That's uh, true. <laughs> um, but but I'm like I said, mine isn't necessarily it's not the order I think they're going to go in the draft. Oh, I yeah. don't think there's any way. I think Mason Rudolph's probably a second round pick. Um, I'd say I think with that fifth year option, I'm still thinking he's going to go in the end of the first. I'm thinking some team is going to trade up with a Philadelphia or a New England at 31, mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna get a better pick. I, or or New England might pick. take him at 31. Or New England might take him at 31. That yeah. is correct. They, I mean, Tom Brady is 40 going on 41. He's not exactly young. Yep. He's 40 they going do on 50. They need to have a replacement considering they lost Jimmy G for a second round pick. Yeah. 
don't, don't stop stop that Tiger Woodsing. No, that's yesing. That's the the fist pump is Tiger Woods. Oh, you're going in. Sorry, going in. Um, yeah. So that's that's our quarterback rankings. I think that's. So going back to earlier, you think four quarterbacks are going in the first round, correct? I think four. Okay, I um, think five. I think there is a possibility of five or six. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think realistically it's four. I don't. I just don't see how how it could be that many. Like it just. I there's so many. A lot of these quarterbacks. There's just so many other position players that are just better than a lot of these quarterbacks. And yes. I know that the, that you're looking for the anchor of your team. And having that fifth year option is important, but I just think that there's a lot of really good players there's a lot on of defense other, in this draft. Yes, there are a lot of other really good players. There's but a lot of good offensive time, linemen. You know what position it is that drives the team. Yeah, that position is Running the back. quarterback. Yeah, okay. Uh, that position is the core. I mean, look at what Nick Foles did in the Super Bowl. That drove Philadelphia to a win. Did you see the report? That Cleveland might use the first and the fourth overall pick to draft a quarterback? I'm going to say right now, if Cleveland takes a quarterback with the first and the fourth overall draft selection, I am retiring from fantasy football. (laughs) I am done with football in general. I am leaving this podcast, and you all have a great time. If they take two quarterbacks... There's no way it's going to happen. I can see them doing a first round and a third round. I could see them doing a first and even a second. Maybe they yeah. grab Mason Rudolph in the second if he's still there. But if you take a quarterback with number one and number four with all the <laughs> needs you have on that team, I it's, it's, swear to God, I think Cleveland will riot, and I don't think we're going to have a Browns team anymore. We'll get more into this one once we once we go over the draft order again. But uh, Well, I think we already touched on that enough. <laughs> yeah, so um, but, well, I'll say more what they're going to do with their oh, fourth, gotcha. fourth overall. Um, so now let's go to uh, let's go to the running backs. Sounds good. Uh, really hasn't changed much at all for me. Um, no, me my, either. My top five is Barkley, Chubb, Geis, Freeman, and Michelle. The only reason I have Geis above Freeman is because Geis is projected to go higher, mm. therefore go with a better team, therefore be a better fantasy option. But I still like Royce Freeman, the player better than Darius Geis to play. I still have Geis right outside my top five. Um, I still, he has, once again, if he goes to the right, the right team, I could see him being, you know, best, second best running back in the draft, but I just like, I have other running backs that pure talent. I just like better. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, Barkley, then Chubb, um, then, uh, Sony Michelle. Then I have Rashad Penny and Ronald Jones. Okay, I still I'm hearing a lot about I'm hearing some not a lot but some talk of Ronald Jones going in the back of the first. That's that's I don't dangerous. see it happening. That's very dangerous. He he was he was tweeting out which teams he was talking to, and one of them was the Patriots. And you don't tweet out that you're talking to the Patriots. They're not drafting you now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but I just I don't see I he's going to be a late uh, mid to late second. I think. Yeah. I, I just but but I, I think he could go to, to a good third. position. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a lot of running backs this year, and and Carl's not very different from us. He's got Barkley, then Chubb, then uh, Sony Michelle, Geis, then Jones. So okay, um, and Carl has the caveat that uh that he was uh at work and trying to throw this uh uh together from memory without his notes. So it is possible that this is a little different than his actual final what, would be. What's I I hear excuses. Oh yeah, it's a tiny violin. Um, sorry, Carl, I love you. 
Uh, all right. Do you have anything else to say, really say about the running backs? Nope. We've gone over running backs in very, in, very much in depth in the yep. show. So, um, wide receivers. Now we didn't have a wide receiver show, uh, because of the fact that Mother Nature decided to have a heyday on us last weekend. Yep. But we also don't have a lot to say. We about also them. don't have a lot to say about them. Um, my my top five are Calvin Ridley, Cortland Sutton, Christian Kirk. Uh, is it DJ Moore and then DJ Shark? Yeah. Are they both DJs? They're both DJ. Okay. That's what I was questioning. Which one was which? Um, Calvin Ridley, he is considered to be the quote-unquote best prospect in the class. However, I believe he's also 24 or going to be 24 at the start of the season. Uh, not a really young kid. Uh, Cortland Sutton, Des Bryant 2.0. He has a lot of potential, but he's also got a lot of potential drama issues. Yeah. Um, he screams diva when you see him play and with his attitude. And I'm just not a huge fan of it. Uh, Christian Kirk might be the best one of these three, honestly. Um, he's not extremely huge, but one team that he has been linked a lot with is the Carolina Panthers. I think that would be a great fit for them. Um, given how they are building the team now around Cam, they realize using a bunch of six foot five, six foot six guys just wasn't gonna cut Is it, it. Yeah, he needs they they need those quick wide receivers on yep. that team, and that's what they're grabbing now. So yep. I mean, they that need makes the sense. quick wide receivers because they need Cam to get the ball out of his hands sooner. Yep. Uh, and having six foot five, two hundred and eighty pound Kelvin, sorry, two hundred and sixty, sorry, two hundred and thirty pound <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin. Um, wasn't going to do it, which is one of the reasons why they traded him. They need him to get the ball out of his hands sooner, and they also need the guys that, if he does have to do a little bit of scrambling, can get open while he's scrambling yeah. so he can throw yep. on the run better. Um, yeah, mine, uh, mine's a little bit different order, but I have the caveat of it, it, it depends on... There's, there's no... Nobody knows who's going first out of the wide receivers in the draft right now. There's, there's a lot of caveats to this one. Yeah. I've got uh, DJ Moore as my number one, then James Washington, um, then Sutton, then Ridley, then Kirk. Um, with a uh, honorable mention to Equanimous St. Brown, because I love that name. <laughs> I thought it was Equinemius. Equinomicon. Equinomicon. Economics? Necronomicon? E. St. Brown. I just love that name. No, I and, then, and then Carl's got uh, Ridley, Sutton, DJ Moore, uh, Sister Christian Kirk, uh, and DJ Shark um, with a sleeper on Callaway from Florida. Um, Antonio Callaway, correct? Correct. Um, because he's that guy that he he's off the field issues galore, but if he can get his life he's together and pull it together, athlete. yeah, he, he could be the best wide receiver in the draft. So yep. it's a good shout out from Carl. But they're also saying that he's probably going to be a day three prospect, which means he's not even guaranteed a roster spot at yeah. the start of the year, which means you better keep your nose clean if you want to play in the NFL. Yep. Yeah, teams are so. just teams are not going to put up with it anymore. I, I really don't think they will. I mean, look what happened with Daryl Worley. The the reports yep. of the incident came out and he got cut immediately. Yeah, but I I think this is a situation where it depends on the position that you're in too, you, the position you play at. Because well, look at the I'm, look at Zay Jones who <laughs> he had which, video so weird, and he's still on the team, and he's not well, even getting fully charged. Dropped. Yeah, he's not even getting fully charged I, now. It's just there's a lot of weirdness to so it. So weird. Um, but but I I think position matters. Um, there's a lot of uh. 
I guess well, like, but it matters even more though to keep his nose clean now because he's not going to be a top yes top two day pick. Yep, they're saying he's going to be a pick four through seventh round, which means that you're you're you have a low money guaranteed, and your roster spot is not secure. He's in that Doriel Green Beckham yeah. slot right now that he which, needs boy, to he disappear fast. Yeah, he needs to stay clean and play out of his mind when he gets up there. So. Um, so that is going to be the end of our discussion on our top fives. Um, the next thing that we're going to go into is we're going to go, we're just going to go, uh, draft order for the first round, kind of the team needs and maybe who we think might end up taking the, uh, being taken in that spot or who might be good to, to be taken in that spot. Maybe not so much who we think, but who they should take for, for both of us. Yep. Um, all right, Shane, go ahead and start off with Cleveland. First. All right, so we got the Cleveland Browns number one overall. Uh, a lot of talk, a lot of talks happening with Josh Allen in the spot right now. Um, I think that they need a quarterback that's ready. To, uh, they've got Tyrod Taylor now, though. That's why. That's why they've got they've got the Josh Allen discussion going on. I honestly think they should take Saquon Barkley, though. Thank you for saying that. I one hundred percent agree because you are going to have still your pick of choice at quarterback at number four. Yeah. And you don't need to draft one of those guys with the first overall pick. You get the best player available, and that is the best running back in the class. I, I think the smart thing, because if if they take Saquon Barkley, I think the New York Giants either take um, uh, Bradley Chubb or they trade out of that slot to, to have somebody that's going to give them an overhaul to get whichever quarterback they want. I would say Bradley Chubb would be the best pick for the Giants at number two because they did also. Was did they trade JPP or did they just cut him? Uh, I believe they traded him for like a fifth round pick. Yes. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. So, but essentially, they have a hole on their defensive line, and why not fill it with the best defensive player in the draft? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, at three, we have the New York Jets. Yeah, the New York Jets. So, so in our mock draft that we got going on right now, we've got Saquon Barkley followed by Bradley Chubb. Yep. Which means the Jets have their quarterback quarterback that they want. They traded up with Indianapolis to get this pick, which means they're going quarterback. If they go any position but quarterback, I would be absolutely shocked. And as much as everyone loves the idea of Baker Mayfield to the Jets, I think if Sam Darnold's there, they take Sam Darnold. I agree. You go with the guy who is considered the best prospect in the class at the position, yep. which... Darnold, even though he has the turnover issues, uh, New York Jets fans are not, um, they are not unknown to quarterbacks with turnover issues, a.k.a. Mark Sanchez, a.k.a. Buck, Buck yep. Fumble. Um, so I think they, I you if Darnold is there at number three, you run up to that podium. Yeah. You absolutely run up there and say, this is our guy. Uh, so now we've got, so we've got a kind of a consensus for top three between the two of us. Yep. Uh, we've got Cleveland Browns again at number four with just the coup of a trade with the Texans last year. Um, and uh, this is where I take Josh Allen. I'm thinking Josh Allen, too. I was going to say I yeah. don't say Baker Mayfield because you already drafted Johnny Menzel a couple years ago. Uh, I would say at this point, even though I'm not excited about Josh Allen, I think he's a great arm. I don't think he's a great quarterback. <laughs> I, he's the best prospect to draft at this point. If Cleveland stayed at this spot that they traded for last year with the Texans, they could have had Deshaun Watson. Yeah. They essentially gave up Deshaun Watson for well, Josh Allen, they gave is, up in my opinion. Carson then. Wentz two years ago. 
That's true. Oh man, <laughs> they are just they are just trading out of franchise quarterbacks. Yep. So they're, yeah. um, it's possible they trade out of this one too. The Bills are really wanting to get up too. So yeah, um, it's very possible. But yeah, I think I think we're we're consensus on Josh Allen. All right. So uh, number five, we've got Denver. A uh, lot of needs for Denver right now. Yep. I would say there's two there's two picks that I'm deciding between if I'm Denver at this yeah. point. Maybe three. I'm deciding between Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick was the one I was going to say. I'm deciding between Denzel Ward. Okay, Because yeah. he did just lose a keep to leave. Yep. Um, and I'm also deciding between Quentin Nelson. I think if I'm Denver, I trade... Because I'm sure this is this is the spot I think that the so Bills we, are going to trade up to. I was going to say we still have Baker Mayfield and uh, Lamar Jackson and Josh Rosen and jo- oh yeah and Josh Rosen still yeah on the board. So Denver, if if a team like Buffalo wants to trade up here, this is a great spot for Denver to move down and get both of those first round picks. Yeah, but but in this in this mock draft we're doing, we're well, not going to do trades. So I am going to say that they are going to go with Minka Fitzpatrick, a guy who can play corner and safety. I'm I'm going to I'm going to agree with Minka Fitzpatrick. Cool. So we are locked in at number 5, Minka Fitzpatrick. All right, Indianapolis Colts, there is one thing that you need to have here and you need to protect Andrew Luck. You yeah. get Quentin Nelson. Yep, 100%. You, you get the best possible prospect in the class. A guy who is projected to be a Pro Bowl starter from the get-go. You put him on that line, you protect Andrew Luck, protect your $150 million investment. That's if Andrew Luck plays. Uh, he has yet to throw a football. He, yes. I can't, he worded it differently when he had an interview. He had uh, some sort of He hasn't way. thrown a ball the size of a football yet. It was, it was, it was something like something that. It was something weird, yeah, but it was, it was entertaining. But it There was, was another report earlier today or late yesterday, though, that said that, that uh, the head coach mentioned that he hadn't thrown a football and also that he has turned down two trades for Jacoby Brissett. Well, not only that, but he is also – they said that they traded – it was reported that they had traded down with the Jets – uh, because of the fact that they felt comfortable with where Luck was yes. in the recovery process, so Which, that's a good sign for those Andrew Luck owners. I I don't know. I don't. I think that Andrew Luck is going to start on the pup. It's possible. I I mean, if he hasn't thrown a football yet, that worries me for a quarterback. Yeah. At this at this stage of the off season, but um. So, anyway, so yeah, with this Quinn summer, Nelson. Quinn Nelson. Yep, hundred percent. Uh, the Bucks. I know who I would pick for the Bucks. Who do you got? Uh, I would go Denzel Ward. Same here. All right. Okay. Well, let's, well, let's this, keep going. This is going real well. Wow. All right. Uh, All right. Chicago no. Bears. This is a. Uh, this is a team with a lot of needs. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm. Not, you know what? I'm not going to stress a lot. They. They have. They have just like one guy at multiple positions. I should say they don't have a ton of needs, but like if they got themselves one offensive lineman, one linebacker, one cornerback. That could help put them over. They were lucky enough to re-sign uh, Kyle Fuller this offseason. Yes. After they matched his offer sheet of like, just an insane number. I can't remember exactly what the dollar amount was on that. Can you look that up, Shane? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Um, but I would say right now with the talk, the, the Tremaine Edmonds from Virginia Tech is being put in Chicago a lot because he is linebacker. an outside linebacker, edge rusher. But he is a massive man. He's like 6'5", 250, 260. He is a big dude. Uh, he th- This spot, Chicago wants Quentin Nelson to fall. Oh, yeah. I, that, that's I, Their biggest need to me is offensive linemen. You put him opposite Kyle Long, 
that's yeah. I mean you're covered for the next five years. Um but yeah, I, I think I think going outside of that, going linebacker going uh because they need something on that front seven on that defense. Yes. That's they they've got a couple things going on that I mean with Fuller in the backfield, which I'm still trying to find um his contract details here. Um but yeah, you gotta you gotta get something going on that front seven to actually put pressure on that quarterback because they didn't have that all year last year and it killed them. No, yeah, Leonard Floyd had an injury riddled second year. He just couldn't produce last year. Um, I think with a healthy Leonard Floyd and a healthy Tremaine Edmonds, that you're bringing your defense up quite a bit. Yeah. So uh, four year deals, fifty six million, eighteen yeah. mil guaranteed. Four year, fifty six million. That's fourteen plus million a year. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, good for good for Kyle Fuller, a player who deserved it. He had like, I think it was twenty three pass breakups last season, which yeah, led it was the insane by far. It was insane. Um, now we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna let you make this next pick, <laughs> and I will agree with whatever whatever you you come up with here. I really wanted Denzel Ward for my Niners. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's what I. Really, that's what I. What's that's what I would think that San Fran would want right here. That's what but. I really wanted, but we are going to take the linebacker from Georgia. Uh, uh, Evans? No, not Evans. Not Evans. Um, I can't. Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. Yeah, Smith. Smith. Um, yep. We are going to jump ahead of the Raiders, who it sounds like the Raiders' biggest want is Roquan Smith, and we are going to take Roquan Smith at number nine. With the Reuben Foster trouble that we covered earlier, uh, you have to have his replacement ready, and yeah. that's what that's what he is. He is Reuben Foster's replacement. Bye bye, dude. Um, with that said, going into Oakland Raiders pick at ten, they both the linebackers that they wanted here are, are gone. gone. Yep. Um, so I think if that happens, they're going to try to trade out because because the corner that they would want the safety that they would want and both linebackers they would want is gone um i think josh jackson from iowa is a potential guy here i would actually say vita v vita vea i was thinking yeah vita vea um i keep mispronouncing all these players names uh uh is is going to be the pick if 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 this is the situation they're in and they make a pick i i i don't disagree with you i agree with what you're saying but I do think that they would trade out first. I no, I that's what yeah, I, I think. One hundred percent, they would, would want to trade yeah. out. But um, because we're mocking here, I would say, I would honestly go Vita Vea. The guy is a massive man. He's he is Dontari Poe size, like six three three fifty. He is a big boy in yeah. the middle, and the Raiders need that run stuffer because their defense uh, decided not to play last year. Yeah, they did. Um, they didn't have a single interception until what, like week thirteen? It was, that... and it was Navarro Bowman on a tipped ball in the end zone that got them the pick. The the Raiders <laughs> were a mess last year, and I honestly don't think that Gruden is going to help that. Um, he's making some weird choices. They made... still have not given Amari Cooper his fifth year option. Yeah, which I'm sorry, but it, he had a down year last year. Yes, but. He still had a thousand yards in each of his first two seasons. The talent is there. I understand you don't want to pay the guy like sixteen million dollars for six hundred yards, but are you really going to find anything better on your roster? Yeah, it's it. it I, I I don't I don't really understand the uh, personnel decisions that Gruden's doing. But no. you know what? We'll wait. We'll wait to see. There's a reason yeah. why he's got guaranteed money for like ten years. So yep. Um. So. 
Next one, we got the Miami Dolphins. This is a team that I think wanted Vita Vea. That I think they wanted they Vita are, Vea, and they wanted one of the linebackers. Yep, and it's and all gone are, now. They are upset that they didn't get either of those three players. It's another position that I think that they might trade out of if these are the players yeah. available to them. But I mean, this could, we still have what Josh Rosen. I was going to say Lamar Baker Jackson, Mayfield right here. Baker Mayfield still available. In this mock, I would say Baker Mayfield to Miami. Yeah, I would I would agree with that, but I also think that there's still a trade target. No, hundred percent. I, I, I think I think especially if the Bills haven't moved at this point, and there's yeah. somebody that wants a quarterback before the Bills gets their choice of one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I I would say that that this is also another potential trade. Um, if it falls in this specific yeah. uh, picks that's going on here, this this random. Uh, screw it, we're doing it live. Yeah, live yeah. Draft. Yeah, which we're <laughs> doing a lot of agreeing on this, yeah. which is insane because we talked about none of this mock beforehand. Nope. Um, and so yeah, are we gonna go with Baker? Yeah. Do, let's... do you like do you like Rosen better for this spot? I I like I Baker I better. Wanna, I don't know if I want to put Baker in Miami either. I don't think I want to put. I don't uh... want to put him in any any city that has a lot of. A lot of nightlife. Which one of those style of quarterbacks do you think Adam Gase would rather have? Honestly, I think Gase would rather have the style that Rosen is. I think he'd rather okay. have the pocket passer. So, you know what? I'm going to call an audible, and I'm going to go Rosen here. Let's go Rosen. Because um, unle- I, I, I just don't think the other needs they have, defensive lineman, linebacker, corner. I just don't think. Uh, eh, maybe Josh Jackson here. I think it's early for Josh Jackson. I think it is too. But I think it's I mean- too early considering that. I believe he is expected to play a nickel cornerback role. Yeah. That's early for a nickel cornerback. All right, let's go Rosen. We're going okay. Rosen 11 overall to the Dolphins. So now the Buffalo Bills are pretty much stuck with Mayfield. Like, I, they're going quarterback. I disagree. I They they signed A.J. McCarron. They, they do have a stopgap. Mm-hmm. So they could wait till next year for somebody to come out next year. Um, I honestly, with them losing Eric Wood and Richie Incognito. Would you go Mike McGlinchey? I would pr- I would know the other kid from Texas. Oh, Connor Williams. Connor Williams. I would honestly go Connor Williams here. Um it's you need to replace that offensive line. If you 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 can draft a quarterback, but if you don't have anybody to protect him, you're just going to get a Der- a David Carr 2.0. Uh and right now they lost an a Pro Bowl slash All-Pro guard. Yeah. And a Pro Bowl center on their roster. You have to replace that. I I I just I just cannot see them. Plus, they also lost Cordy Glenn. I mean, they that's yeah. three linemen in one off season. With the with the way that quarterbacks are falling, they might also believe they can get one of the last three left on the board in the next next round too. Well, they also have a or second, that they, can they have tr- a second first round pick. They oh, could, that's true. They that- could go for a guy like. Mason Rudolph with their pick in the twenties. Yeah, but honestly, I'd rather have a guy like Mason Rudolph in my offense than Baker Mayfield. Well, I mean, I would too, in, but but in that environment, because of the fact that Mason Rudolph is like six five, two hundred and forty pounds, Baker Mayfield's like six foot two fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You want the bigger body quarterback in that weather? Do you think they were hoping for Rosen? I think they were hoping for Rosen. Oh, okay. I think they were hoping for Rosen. Um. Uh-oh. Uh, so, uh... Te- we are doing it live. Yeah, we're doing it live. There's a bit of technical difficulties going on again. Um, I've got I've got the draft order here. So, 
So we're going to go, I, I, you know, I'll, I guess I'll agree with Connor Williams. I, I don't, I like him as a, as a tackle prospect. I just don't see him going this high in the okay. draft. Um, no, but, that's fair. I just, I think that need is going to push them to draft an offensive lineman. Cause I think Mike McGlinchey is the next lineman off the board. Okay. Well, I'd be, I'd be just as fine with McGlinchey, but I just, I, I know they needed an offensive lineman. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna veto your Williams and go with McGlinchey just because of all the things I've been reading about McGlinchey's okay. gonna be a top fifteen pick and Williams. Oh, fair enough. And Williams is end of the first or early second right now from everything I see. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so we'll go with McGlinchey there. So the next pick uh is gonna be Washington. <laughs> um This could be a spot for Calvin Ridley. as yeah, this wide receiver could be a spot is for Cortland potential. Sutton. Um, we know they don't need to draft a quarterback. We made that clear. They, I, I think they want this, defensive linemen. This could also be a spot for a running back. This could be a spot for a Darius Geis, a um, Sony Michelle, and Nick Chubb. The, this could be a landing spot for one of those guys. I, I think that they want to. I think they want a front seven defensive lineman guy. Okay, I'm trying to think of who. Um, there is there is Payne from oh, um, Alabama. Payne. Yep. Um, Van Der Esch, Although there is some medical concerns with Van Der Esch now. Yep. That is that he's still on the board though. Um, see, since we don't have like a list of players in front of us, this makes things a little more difficult. Yep. Uh, Davenport, um, the the University of Texas Southern. Guy? Marcus Davenport. That's or who, San Antonio, that's the one, yeah. Yep, he is the one I was thinking of that could could be the pick there. Um, I would I would agree with Marcus Davenport. I think that he might be the the next defensive guy to go off the board. Okay. Small school guy. Um, I just think I think that they're going to go front seven in in Washington in this uh, early in this draft. Yeah, I think it. I think it's their biggest need. He would be paired with one of the most underrated pass rushers I think we've had in the last ten years with Brian Kerrigan. Yeah, um, Kerrigan, Kerrigan is who's super, consistent super every single year. I don't think he's ever had less than seven sacks in a season in his career so far. That's pretty good considering he was an undersized defensive end coming out of Purdue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to never have less than seven sacks is pretty impressive. Nope. Oh, we just got this back up. Uh, our technical difficulties are back, and it does say Washington needs to find a stout run stopper. Yep. On the thing that we found. So yeah, I just I just think that they yeah I I, I would go I would go Davenport or Payne. Um, I would I think, say Payne would probably be the bigger. Yeah, if we're going if we're going run stopper, yeah. I think Payne it's going to be Payne because then. they just drafted Jonathan Allen last year too. So pairing him up with Jonathan Allen yep. and giving yourself. Two young studs on the defensive Two line. Two young defensive tackles who are ex-Alabama Crimson Tides. Yep. <laughs> All right. Going on to the Packers. This is where Josh Jackson comes into play for me. Think Josh uh, Jackson's the Packers? Are, it's, from everything I've heard, they are targeting him. They are targeting Josh Jackson. So, you know what? I'm down. All right. I think that's an easy pick there. I think they either do, I think they either do corner or they do offensive line. Yep. And with McGlinchey off the board, and uh, I mean Nelson was never going to fall this far, but with McGlinchey off the board, I think I think yeah, Josh Jackson just makes sense. Yep. Um, Arizona. Um, I'm betting we're going to differ on this. Um, at this point, I mean they got. 
I just don't see them going offensive line at this this spot. Um, I don't see them doing a wide receiver. I think they go second round wide receiver. For me, this is Baker. I this, I was gonna say with Baker Mayfield still on the board, I would go Baker Mayfield. This is where Baker goes for me because of the fact that he does have Sam Bradford ahead of him. So who is their new coach again? Uh, their new coach is the defensive. Uh, was it the old Lions? coordinator? Defensive coordinator from uh Carolina. Carolina. Um, okay. Cannot remember his name right now though. Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Wilkes. Okay. Yeah, I I would say that a good. I, I, you put Baker behind Bradford for X amount of time until Bradford gets hurt. And then you go ahead and start Baker's career. I mean, this is going to be Larry Fitzgerald's last year. Yeah. He is done after this season. But part of me wanted to say Cortland Sutton here just because you put Cortland Sutton behind a guy like Larry Fitzgerald. And you have him learn from him. And but... you have him learn from him. But the quarterback is the bigger need here with yep. Sam Bradford. You have to. I, this is gonna be Baker Mayfield. No, I completely agree. I was, I was when you said we we're gonna defer. That's why I was trying to find what you were saying when I was saying the mm. other positions. I thought Baker Mayfield from the get go with oh, him okay. still being available in our mock gotcha. going on right now. Okay, with our no trade mock. Um, because yeah. uh, there's well, going to be the uh, spoiler alert. There's gonna be a bunch of trades. Oh yeah, I would say there's it's gonna, gonna be like last year where there was like a slurry of trades. I don't know if I could handle another first first round like last year, Shane. That was insane. <laughs> As long as somebody goes walking up on stage with a, with a uh, fo- giant photo of their grandmother and then cusses at Deion Sanders. And then Deion just looks <laughs> just back like, and forth. You can't say that, man. He was so good. Oh, Takaris McKinley. Thank you for All right. draft memory. So now we've got Baltimore, who I would have said wide receiver um, until they've, I mean, they've gotten. Willie Sneed. There's still, there's still talks that they're going to sign Des Bryant. They got they, Michael Crabtree. Brown. They got John Brown. I mean, they're set. Yeah, I don't think they need wide receiver anymore. Um, there's a lot of murmurs of going quarterback. Also tight ends. They, there are tight end, quarterback and tight end. Quarterback rumors. and Those tight ends. I don't see quarterback happening here. Not with Joe Flacco still sitting there. And this is way too early for a tight end. Um, but this, I would actually go offensive lineman here, I think, the most. Um you want to keep Joe Flacco relatively healthy as long as you can because of how much money you're paying him. And I think that this might be a good area to look at uh, Connor Williams. Um, I think. Do they go offensive tackle or offensive guard? Do they go Hernandez, the other offensive guard that they think is going to go in the first round? There's also a really good. Um... I mean, their, their holes are left guard and right tackle because left tackle with Ronnie Stanley is solid. Yep. Right guard with Marshall Yonda is solid. So you either have to go left guard or right tackle. Do they have a center that's? I don't. I couldn't name their I center. I couldn't name their center either. Because there's um, and a lot of you might be thinking, well, what, of course you can't name their center. Shane and I are probably two of the most player name knowledgeable people. <laughs> that's true. Around, so for us not to be able to name their center is actually pretty pretty impressive. Because you've got the Arkansas uh, and the Iowa center. As well, who are both projected as as possible uh, mid to late first rounders. Honestly, in in this case, I'm going to that say you could move to guard best, if they don't go. I'm going to say best player available, which I honestly don't think best player available would be an offensive lineman really at this point. Um, uh, safety from Florida Derwin State. Derwin James. James. Derwin James, I think, would probably be the best best player available. There's just I don't see a fit for him though. Even even if you go best player, it just doesn't seem to fit in this. 
but I, uh, I, I, yeah, I think you got to go Derwin James if if you're going best player. Yeah. Although, I mean, the Chargers are sitting one back here, and I think they want Derwin James oh, yes. if he's still sitting there. Um. Yeah. You know what? Let's give Derwin James to. Uh, Actually, no, no, I, I disagree on San Diego. I think they want that, but I think their need is offensive line. Um. They so could. You you make sixteen, I'll make seventeen. You pick okay. sixteen, I'll pick seventeen. I'm just looking at players now again, yeah. just to just to get get some get other ideas. Because we've got Harold Landry from Boston College, the defensive end that you can move out to linebacker. Yep. Um, and we all know Baltimore loves to mix up their defensive yeah. players. Uh, Maurice Hurst, um, defensive tackle, who will be going anytime now. He is he has been cleared. Ah, I'm just trying to think. You know what? I'm I'm sticking with what you're saying. Best player available. I'm. Ooh. Because you got Marcus Davenport too. Because we didn't have him drafted earlier. Did we? Did we no. take Davenport earlier? No, we ended up going with uh, Payne. Yep. You know what? You know what? I am going to, I'm not going to overthink this. Um, They need, they, they, going best player, we're going Derwin James. Boom. All right. Uh, and for 17, I'm, I'm going with Connor Williams. They, they need offensive line help. A lot. They grabbed they, a guard they, last year. And, they grabbed two. They yeah. grabbed two guards last year, which one of them started all season and one of them got hurt preseason. Um, but you still continue to bump up, beef up that offensive line. Get get better players in there. Get Melvin Gordon running lanes. Get, you know, Phillip Rivers' time in the pocket. His time in the NFL is not very long, so you want to keep him upright. Yep. All right. So uh, I, I can dig that one. Um, I'm, I, I completely... I, I think if James is there, it's hard for them to pass up on him. But I, I think that if he's not there with the players available, I think that's a solid pick there. Um, and Seattle, um, who also needs offensive linemen, um, I think that they possibly there. I think there's a couple guards in, uh, here that that could go. Um, I think there's Isaiah Wynn from Georgia, and I think there's uh, I think his name I, his last name's Hernandez. I think his first name is like Will Her Will Will um, Humongous or something like that. Will Hongamus? I'm looking it up. Um, but because uh, Seattle needs offensive line help, they need people to block. Um, they, and with that said, they also need corner. With that said, they also need a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry, but outside of safety and linebacker and quarterback, you could use revamping on the entire team. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go that they take Hernandez. From from UTEP, Will Hernandez. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I have no no issues with that. Um, here's number a, nineteen. Here's an interesting pick. Yeah, nineteen. Uh, the Cowboys are always interesting. Lately, in which years wide receiver past, do you think they take? Lately, in years past, they've been going best player available. I think going that route this year would be a mistake. Because of the fact they have to get a wide receiver. Yeah, I think I think they hundred percent go wide receiver here. And with that being said, especially with their pick of the wide receiver, this would be the first wide receiver off the board. Are, did we lose Ridley already? Nope. Okay, I'm gonna go Calvin Ridley then. Uh, I think he is going to be Dak Prescott's best friend in that offense, even more so than Ezekiel Elliott. And I think that he will. I could see him getting nine hundred plus receiving yards as a rookie. Maybe 65, 70 catches for 900 yards. I, 
I think we can agree that they do not take uh, Cortland Sutton. Yes. Um, just <laughs> we'll due to the fact that. that just due to the fact that he's essentially just another Des Bryant. Yep. Um, I think that the the debate is is it DJ Moore? Is it Ridley? Uh, who's the better wide receiver? Yep. Or even Christian um, Kirk. Don't forget and, about Christian. And Kirk I'm gonna either. I'm gonna give you I'll, I'll give you the nod to uh, to Ridley here. I'll, I'll I'll accept Ridley. Uh, I'm Although gonna. One thing we did miss is that Ozzie Newsome does love his Alabama players, and we didn't give him an Alabama player in the first round with Baltimore. That's true. Oh. Um. <laughs> anyways. So uh, I'm gonna take 20 here. Detroit Lions be my number two team. I think they take they take Hurst, uh, from from University of Michigan, uh, defensive lineman. Um, it's a position. Oh, I thought you were saying Hayden Hurst. No, 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 no. Okay. Maurice no, Hurst. Maurice Hurst. Okay. From from uh, the Lions. Because I was going to say, I, I mean, they've got Luke Wilson, so I don't really see them going. And I, yes, I said that funny because Wilson has two L's in his last. This season. is a spot where you will either see a defensive lineman or the next running back taken. I think. I I know this is going to sound weird, but after they sign Legarrette Blunt, I don't think they're going to go with a running. Back. And that's why I think they go defensive lineman. Yeah. And I think I think Hurst is the best available defensive lineman at this point. Um, I'm really high on him, but I've also I watched him play a lot. Um, Fair enough. Uh, I mean, obviously they still have Davenport on the board. Uh, they still have uh, um, Landry from from uh, Boston College. Yep, Harold Landry on the I board think that as would well. actually be a really good, really good landing spot for Harold Landry. Would be Detroit. But with Ziggy, with them resigning Ziggy, uh, they haven't resigned him yet. He got he had, no, no, they, they, they. He, he at least signed the franchise tag. They, oh, he, has, he has been resigned to them. Um, they have his services for another year. Yes, at least another year. I don't, I don't know if they signed him to an extension beyond that, but, yep. but he is, he is on the team. Um, I think that you go defensive tackle because you lose Nada. Um, you, you need, you need somebody in that, in that middle of the. Yeah. So. Nope, I agree. Uh, next we have the Cincinnati Bengals. This one's tough. Um, Bengals have a lot of holes. Yeah, that they need to uh get some people. They um, traded for offensive tackle. This is one Billy where Price, I... the center from Ohio State, the center guard from Ohio State. I think that's what we were talking about earlier. Um, I you have to get that offensive line built up. Their offensive line was trash last year. They were an absolute revolving door. I I I think I agree. I think I I think Price is fallen a bit off the boards from we can get mr five nine himself orlando brown um god no um i i think that they go uh uh either that the the iowa center um okay. i'm trying to remember his name or no i think they go isaiah win i think they go georgia guard isaiah win okay no i can i, I mean it's an offensive lineman that's yeah no i agree i agree with our offensive lineman i just think yeah. price is going to be a second to third round pick now yeah, he's one of those guys that's fallen down the down draft boards a bit. I think other than the where the top tackle goes, you're not going to hear Shane or I really argue about which offensive lineman goes yeah. where. <laughs> um, next uh, I, up, we I'm have... looking at a thing that everybody has the same person going to the Bengals oh, <laughs> on every nice. mock draft, which is uh, which is Daniels, the center from Iowa. Oh, fair enough. Um, but I'm going to stick with Isaiah Wynn. Okay. Uh, next we have the Buffalo Bills. Now, did we have them taking an offensive lineman, or did we have them taking Rosen? I think we had them taking Rosen. <laughs> no, no, we went we went Rosen to. Oh, you're 
We went offensive lineman. You're right. We did go offensive lineman. We went uh, McGlinchey. Yep. We have McGlinchey here. So this is where you get the quarterback, and this is where you get Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson, yeah. Um, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, it, he he is a pro. I mean, he, he needs some work. Um, he's a project quarterback. But I think that him going to Buffalo, it's tough. I, I mean, he has he has the one of those to things the where Vic. he has the tools to be the next you know two thousand yard passer and one thousand yard rusher. But he's going cold weather. But he's going. That's the that's the issue I have with it is that he's going cold weather. He's not going to be able to run in the snow. He's not going to be fleet footed. Uh, so I'm actually going to change. I'm going to go. I'm not. I'm not going to go that. Um, you go Mason Rudolph. No, you know what? I'm actually going to go offensive line again. I'm going to take Billy Price from Ohio State here. Okay. Um, you lost three linemen. You pick up two in the first round. You place them in. You plug and play. You know what? I'll, I'll just. I'll just accept that one. We'll move on. Because uh, I think. Going... I think that there's going to be some some quarterbacks available for either Buffalo to trade into yep. the end of the last round. Or to try to take Mason Rudolph in the next. All right, and I'm going to steal the next picks from Shane because. Excuse me. <laughs> Go ahead, Shane. What does your team want to do? Uh, I think that this is the spot where they take Harold Landry. Okay. Uh, defensive end out of Boston College. Um, I, I mean, know... consider a top twenty prospect. He follows him early twenties. You. Yep. Take him. I think that uh, yeah, he's just he's really oh no you know what I lied Marcus Davenport. We haven't taken Davenport yet. Oh, okay. We've mentioned him a few times, so we've dropped out of my mind. They might I, be able to get both Davenport and Landry. I don't think they could do two defensive ends. I think the next, the next first round, we'll get to the next first yeah. round pick once we get there. Um, I don't. Uh, I think they go the other side of the ball for the next pick. Don't forget though, they do still need cornerbacks because they did lose Malcolm Butler. That's true. I mean, there is a there is a corner that's a, that they've got Jer Alexander. Yep. Um, as well, um, from Louisville, but I I think I think they go. Belichick loves getting a good defensive lineman in the mm-hmm. first round, and I think that this is another year that they do. They get a versatile, good defensive lineman with with uh, Davenport. Sounds good. Uh, Carolina Panthers. I, I mean, wide receiver has to be your biggest scene. This where Christian Kirk. Goes, yeah, I think opinion. Christian Kirk. I I would agree there. Um, I I don't think they want to deal with Cortland Sutton. I, I think teams are going to have a hard time taking Cortland Sutton. Do, I really do. Do they go corner? No. You don't think they go corner here? Mm-mm. They still have James Bradbury as well as a couple other guys that they feel okay enough with. Um, if anything, you try to reach for a safety here. I know there's a safety coming out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's considered a pretty good guy. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. see if I can find it. Um, it should have had it close to here. But, you know, I, I think that wide receiver or safety is probably your biggest thing. You also could see a surprise, and you could see them draft a guy like Nick Chubb or Darius Geis here to pair with Christian McCaffrey. Like, Since the, I, th- you know, I, I don't disagree with that happening, but I think they do that in round two. No, yeah, I, I, yeah. But if they, I mean, if they have their pick of the litter for the guys after Saquon Barkley here, they may reach in the first round and take their pick of the litter. I just think that they've got they've got those needs. They they need a wide receiver. They need somebody in the secondary more than they need a a, a running back. Uh, for the pairing, but but I see I hundred percent see why why that might be a I mean that could definitely still happen though. Ronnie Harrison was the safety from Alabama. Yeah. Yep. I, so I, you know what? I'm at, 
I, I think I think Christian Kirk is is the solid yeah, pick okay. here. I'm going to go with the first thought here, and I'll agree with you with Christian Kirk. Uh, Tennessee Titans. I mean, they need a wide receiver. They didn't get a good one in last year's draft. Uh. <laughs> um, I don't know why it says their edge receivers or their edge rushers are in need because they have Brian Arakpo and uh, what's the other guy's name from Georgia Tech across from Arakpo? Um, Derek Morgan. Well, uh, they're both getting old, though. They're both getting old, but they're still very productive. I was having, having a young a young linebacker that you can rotate in with those with those older guys. Um, would be would be good uh, in that spot. I think this is Harold Landry um, because he didn't. He's still on the board. He's too good of a guy to to keep falling at this point. I think that Landry is is the pick here because um, it really it it fills multiple needs because they he can be used on the edge um, whether he's uh, he's down rushing from the from the stance or if he's standing up. So. So I think, yep, Zach's giving me the nod. All right, we're going Harold Landry at this position. So now we're at Atlanta. Um, they need they need defensive tackle. Uh, they've got a need at wide receiver. I mean, you've got DJ Moore here you could still get. I don't um, think wide receiver one, or I don't think wide receiver in the first round is top priority. I don't think it's top priority either. Um, I think defensive tackle is... I think Taven Bryan is really the only choice left at defensive tackle. That's round one. Yeah. Um, quality. Um. God. Oh. I mean, sweats available. Uh, or sweet. Sweets. It's sweat. Sweat. Who? Um, Florida. Another Florida State guy. Orlando Brown. <laughs> no. Oh God, no. He doesn't run enough to sweat. No. Um. Although he still needs the oxygen. <laughs> um. But he's more of a. He's more of an outside outside uh de linebacker okay i i i think brian's the only florida state uh defensive tackle is the only real move for them i would say either taven brian or if you don't feel like austin hooper is going where you thought he was hayden hurst would be a good option here it's the end of the first round it's a position that you need uh hooper had what one game last year and that was off of two broken plays <laughs> i mean i like that this has fullback list as one of their names i agree i thought that was um, funny as well uh yeah i mean i agree with that i just i just think that their their hole at tackle is the is the biggest probably i mean well obviously you lost 350 pounds there yeah dontari paul yeah <laughs> you lost a, a man <laughs> at that position um. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm cool with Taven Bryan. I think you know. They, I think they want to boost their defense up as much as possible. Yep. Um. They went defense. Being for, that's their biggest problem. Yeah. They've went defense in the first round for multiple years now. I actually think what three straight years they've went because they had yeah, they had McKinley last year. They McK- yep. To Karis McKinley. Then they had Vic Beasley three three years, years ago. ago. I don't know who their pick was two years Keanu ago. Keanu Neal. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so they won defense three years in a row early or in the first round. So I think they continue that trend with Dan Quinn trying to build the Seattle Legion of Boom 2.0. Yep, I completely agree. Um, Now we got New Orleans, which is an interesting pick. New Orleans, for me, they finally figured out their offense. They figured out a winning offense last year. Not just a production offense, but a winning offense. 
they're they're actually pretty okay on the offensive line. They they I mean they did have Zach Streif retire, but Ryan but, Ramchick came in and played very yeah. well for him. I wouldn't be surprised another offensive guard. Um, yep. To to go here, maybe the the Iowa center guard uh, or A the uh, Arkansas end, center. I mean, tight end is probably their biggest need, though. Which if yeah, I'm gonna say Hayden Hurst here. I'm gonna say Hayden Hurst for you know, me personally. I'll, I think I'll, it's... I'll buy. I, you know that they, they could also take quarterback. Yeah, they could. I mean, they could easily get a guy because Drew Brees signed a two-year contract. He's also forty years old. Yeah, he's not going to be around for much longer. You know, I'll, I'll go Hayden Hurst with you. I'll, okay. I'll agree with that one. Uh, I, I like that. And then uh, next we have Pittsburgh Steelers. They have to get a linebacker. Yep, um, they have to get a linebacker. And I think there's a there's another kid out of Alabama. Evans. Evans. Yep. Rashawn. Yep. Evans. The one I was thinking earlier that. Yep. I was. It was the wrong the wrong Alabama linebacker. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I think Evans is. Uh, he would be a plug and play guy. Like yeah. you put him in right away. I see a lot of people going uh a lot of people going running back uh with Pittsburgh at this oh. spot, but I think Evans is is the pick. Um to those people who are going running back, I say you shut your mouths and you walk <laughs> away from your computer right now. Um so next we got Jacksonville. Um I think they go offensive line. Um, I know that. Yeah. I know that the the hot pick right now is wide receiver. Honestly, for him. I'm running out of offensive linemen to pick. I'm not even going to try try to find him anymore. <laughs> okay. Um. Just throwing that out there. This also could be a spot for Lamar Jackson. This could be, this could be a spot for uh, um, Sutton. I mean, it honestly could. Ugh. With what they've got. I, I, I have, I'm gonna I, go. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go Sutton. I'm gonna disagree because I think that they are fine with Westbrook. Um, who else? And then they had another guy come on towards the Keelan Cole. I think came on towards the end of last season. And then they also have. Do they still have Hearns or did they cut Hearns? Um, I believe Hearns is gone. I think they cut him. Okay. I know there was talk of them cutting him, but I couldn't remember if they, they have, actually cut um, him. Yeah, Westbrook, Cole, maybe it is Hearns. No, they re-signed Lee. Lee, that's... Okay, yep, yep they did cut I, Hearns and they re-signed Lee. And I think they're going to be fine with receiver, honestly, with that, because they, you know they want to be a run-first offense. They go Colton Miller, Miller then. Uh, Utah, or not Utah, um, UCLA uh, offensive tackle. Sure. Who I was hoping would fall to the Patriots, um, but I can't have everything I want. Um... The, I I think they, Super Bowl they need offensive joke. tackle. Colt Miller is the is the last one that is going to go in the first round, and he's he's going here. Okay, unless you, unless they go unless they like go. you understand my reasoning for the non wide receiver. Yes, though, right? no, I I completely okay. get it. No, you 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 talked me right into it. So, okay. um, <laughs> uh, just a few left here. Uh, we got the Vikings. I'll let I'll let you kind of. I think this is another team that needs offensive offensive linemen. I think they do need offensive line, but I'm actually going to go with a Mike Zimmer special here, and I'm going to go cornerback. Okay. Um, Terrence Newman is about 72 years old. Uh, he's probably got maybe one year left, if even. Uh, are you going uh, Jer Alexander, or are you going Isaiah Oliver? Which one's taller? <laughs> um, I think Jer Alexander. I think Alexander's taller. Yeah, I think Cher Alexander is the taller of the two. I know that sounds really stupid, everybody, but if you know how Mike Zimmer's defense plays, you know he wants tall, rangy cornerbacks that are not necessarily great, 
but they're tall and rangy, i.e. Drake Kirkpatrick uh, from the Cincinnati Bengals back when Zimmer was there. Any? Oh, did you confirm that? I I was so I did. I I couldn't find the heights. Oh, I, I'm okay. not. I, That's fine. But no, I can I can dig this. I, I think Jer Alexander is is another good pick. Yep. Just making it really hard this, for me on this next pick now. <laughs> this also could be a late spot for a tight end, another tight end to go because they, I just think if Hurst is gone, I don't think a second one goes. I don't think. Uh, but Goddard I, or I. I it's tough. I, I agree with you, but I also I, I just Kyle Rudolph is a is a good player, but he's also getting older, and he does not produce or run as well as he used to. So I think finding a less expensive replacement for him with a fifth year option wouldn't be a terrible idea. Maybe give him one year to study under Rudolph, and then you let Rudolph walk after this year. Um, sorry, Minnesota fans, but I think the most logical spot and most I, most likely spot would be cornerback. But I'm just don't overlook tight end here. But most likely this pick will be traded. So <laughs> <laughs> this trick will be paid. Pick will be traded to pick up some quarterback or running back. So we're going Jair Alexander then. Yeah. Okay. So you just picked the two guys that I think New England could have grabbed. <laughs> Um, with Jer Alexander and uh, and then Colton Miller uh, with the you know, offensive this, tackle and then and the, the corner. You know, this is going to be some random name we've never heard of, and they're going to wind up being an MVP. Well, I I think I think that there's there's a couple people that could go here. Uh, Van Der Esch is still on the board. He's got some injury concerns though. That's kind of popping up a lot lately, and I just don't Bill, see him. Bill don't care about no injury concerns. Uh, if if they get uh, um, if they get Davenport a little bit earlier though, I don't see them going defensive end who can stand up and also an outside linebacker who could put his finger down. I would think um, that they're going to draft another cornerback or a safety here. I really do. I think that this is a possible spot for Oliver, um, Isaiah Oliver, but for the purpose of this mock draft, I'm going Mason Rudolph. I dig it. For the fifth year option. Yep, I'm a fan. I really, really like that pick. You have a guy who looks very similar to Tom Brady. Um, Height, weight, athleticism. Yep. I mean, maybe he doesn't have Giselle, but... I mean, he can get there. <laughs> He'll make it. Um, yeah, I just, I just think. I mean, everyone's talked about it already about New England and their quarterback is situation. So, yep. I just think it makes sense uh, to grab him at the end of the first round and have that fifth year option. Yep. And then the final pick and the our final pick is going to be the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia uh, Eagles. Got to watch him win. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, this is this is going to be Isaiah Oliver. Then they they need a corner with Darby gone. And with Worley gone, and yeah, and with I meant to say, I, I meant to say Worley. Oh, I was like Darby's I meant to say Worley. Um, uh, I I would say cornerback or or this is where we see a running back go. I how confident are you that Jai is the guy? Jai with Darren Sproles maybe coming back for one more season. Is this Geis? This could be Geis. This could be Chubb. 
I, I, I like Chubb better, the, but... I think they want the banger, and I think that they're going to want the bigger-bodied banger, which so I believe be is... I think Chubb's bigger than Geis. Isn't he? You look up Geis, I'll look up Chubb. All right. Um, I just, I just, I think it's hard for him to pass up a corner at this spot. Um, just because of how the Super Bowl went. Um, Chubb is listed at 5'10 and 230 pounds. Okay. Sorry, 5'11, 230. 5'11, 220. So. Okay. They're they're about the same. It's ten pound different there. I it's who you like better, but I I honestly think they go running back here. Okay. Um. So this will be our first disagree pick because I honestly think they're going to go corner. Okay. Um. With especially with the loss of of Worley there. Um. But yeah. So so we're gonna leave this thirty two pick open ended. Ooh. We'll just go with position. You think they're going to take corner? I think they're going to take running back. We'll I specifically position. think they're going to take Isaiah Oliver from okay. Colorado. If you want to scroll down a little bit, I think we should cover the next little section here. Um, yeah, teams, there are three teams currently without a first-round pick. Uh, those teams are the Houston Texans, who traded with Cleveland last year to get Deshaun Watson. Worth it. Yep. And then we have Kansas City, who traded last year to get Pat Mahomes. Yep, for Buffalo. It's that one's up in the air. It's up in the air, but uh, if any indication of Week 17 last year, he's looking pretty solid, and he's going to have new weapons to work with the Sammy Watkins. He's going to have a healthy Kelsey, a full-time Kareem Hunt. They are giving him every opportunity to succeed to start the season, and if he doesn't, it's on him and not on the team. Exactly. And then the last one here we have from the recent trade with Brandon Cooks, uh, the L.A. Rams, who do not have a first-round pick, but tell you what, they don't need it. They don't have a second-round pick either. But they don't need it. Yeah. They got Ndamukin Sue. They got Brandon their Cooks. First, their first-round pick was Brandon Cooks, and their second-round pick was Marcus Peters. Yeah, and then they got Ndamukin Sue as yeah, that's... a prize. Like Jesus, this team the Rams is going to be so. It's going to early one, favorite to win the Super Bowl. Uh, L.A. Rams right now. I would say yes, but there's one of two scenarios that are going to play out here. We're going to have the best team that we've seen in the NFL in years since in one the, individual season since the 06, 07 Patriots where yep. they went undefeated. Or we are going to see an even worse Philadelphia Eagles dream team. Uh, yep. We're going to see one of those two things happening. I'm telling you right now, between Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib alone, that could break the team. If yeah. they don't get along, that could break the team. It's, there's, oh man. Oh, there's so there's, many options. It's, there's so much going on on that team. It's exciting though. I'm, yeah. I'm very excited to see the Rams. It's like they, they hired a coach who's in his 30s and is still playing Madden and he's playing Madden with an actual team now. He's playing on Connected Franchise during the offseason just going, ooh, let's see if we can get this done. Yeah. It, it was like, you know, when, when you had to, had the trades that didn't make sense at all, but the system made you do them because it yep. still let you do them. That's what he's doing right now with the Rams. Like, I'm just going to offer like a third and a seventh round pick for Brandon Cooks. Let's see what we can get. Oh, my God. They said yes. <laughs> but uh, so that's that's the NFL draft uh, in a in a nutshell. Um, Went a little bit long, I would guess, but yeah, that's yeah, it's did, fine. I mean, not, we haven't been around. Not terribly long. We haven't been around. Yeah. Um, and I do. Do you have anything else left to say before we uh, move um, on? 
No, I'm I'm very interested to see how our picks stack up to what actually happened. Um, once we're done with the show, I'm actually going to write them all down so that we can oh, okay. keep track on on Thursday and see how right we are, were, how wrong we were. I think that we're going to be a little wrong on a certain things because there's going to be more trades. Oh, we we are going to be wrong on about eighty five percent of this because of the trades. Yes. Yeah. This, you know what, hundred percent. If there was zero trades, this is exactly what would happen in the NFL draft. Yes, bank on it, guaranteed. Um, all right. So, with that being said, we do have one quick question here, um, and it's actually a list these five. It's a top five list. Okay. Most receptions in the first four seasons in NFL history to start a career. Okay. Um. So obviously, number but obviously Jarvis Landry. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Odell Beckham Jr. Nope. Did he not? Oh, because he was injured so much. Yep. Um, he would have been, but yeah, yeah, cause, he was injured. Because uh, I know him and Landry were one and two for the first three seasons. Yep. Let's see. Ooh, uh, Randy Moss? Nope. Terrell Owens? Nope. Wow. Jerry Rice? Nope. <laughs> what? Wow. Okay, there's some bad names on there, isn't there? No. Oh, really? There are... Four Hall of Fame potential players on this list. Ooh, okay, so sure hands. Uh, first four seasons, so it can't be like a guy that the Patriots ended up with. No. Like, it's not Wes Welker, who had 100 catches every year, but it started in his fourth season. Um, wow. Let's go Brandon Marshall? That is number five. It's number five, okay. He has 327. Okay. Through his um, first four seasons. Are there... How, is there some that are, like, really old? Mm. No, they're all fairly recent? Yes. Within the last 20 years? Within the last four. Oh, what? That that have still been active within in the, the last, last four? four years. Still been wow. Within the last four years. Okay. Um, Larry Fitzgerald? Number three with 330. So I've got three of the five. Yep. Um... Man, I feel like I'm going to miss some uh Antonio Brown? Nope. It's like I didn't think so his first he didn't year even wasn't start until like his third year. Yeah, his first his first year for sure wasn't and his second year was when he started to break out, but it was near the end of it. Yeah. Um and that was when they were like, "Oh, I guess we can let uh Mike, Mike Wallace, Wallace go." Bye. Um gi- uh give me a hint. <sighs> okay, the um, he has a very publicly known hobby in his in his free time. Very that has come into play with him being a wide receiver. Very publicly known hobby. Think of something you might see it like a circus. As, uh, he's a he's a gymnast, or maybe a juggler. I, I don't know any wide receiver. AJ Green. AJ Green's a juggler. Are you serious? You've I never... I never heard that. He did a. They had like a whole thing on him about it. Nope. <laughs> okay, I, well, I AJ Green is a big juggler. I did not know that, and I also didn't expect him to be in the top. That in the was top the there. one that surprised Is me. Julio Jones the other one then? Nope. Uh, AJ Green is at fourth at three twenty nine, and our second place is at three forty two. Okay. Um. Is he active right now? No. No, he is retired. Yes. And he's retired within the last four years. Within the last two years. The last two years. <laughs> now I'm going to kick myself because I know it's going to be somebody good. Um, somebody very good who got overshadowed during his career. 
Oh man, I I am just drawing a blank. I the only hint I can give you is going to be a dead giveaway. Anquan Bolden. Yes, thank you. Okay, <laughs> but okay, but know this: he is second at three forty-two. Jarvis Landry is number one at four hundred. Fifty-eight catches more than the second place person. That's an entire season for some receivers. Didn't this past season, didn't Jarvis Landry have like 115 for like 960 yeah, yards? Yeah, it was ridiculous. He didn't even hit 1,000? No, he didn't hit 1,000 yards, but he did have, he had like 106 or 107 catches. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah. okay, nice. Good yeah. trivia. I thought that was pretty entertaining. When I saw that Jarvis Landry was that far ahead of Anquan Bolden, I was very surprised. And before we start getting emails and letters, I know I didn't sing him into the trivia corner. It's because Oh, thank God. I forgot about that. It's because I was allowed to sing the song at the beginning of the show. I made an agreement. Um, I told them I would only do one song per episode. Um, and then before we get letters next episode, yes, I will be singing for next episode. Oh, All God. right. God. Um, so yeah, that's our, uh, that's our draft special, um, NFL draft special edition. That's not what I was trying to do. Um, Morse code SOS. What do, 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 I'm all out. Yeah. All right. So, uh, that's, that's it for us. Um, next time, uh, we'll see if we can get some more, uh, people on the show. And we are um, going to recap the draft. And there will be a draft a recap, and it's going to be good. And then we can start really talking rookies because we'll yep. know where they're at and we'll have a better idea of who's going to. I would say our next episode is probably going to be the draft recap. Oh, it's going to full on just going to be a recap. And the one and after that, we'll one be doing that, a mock draft. Yeah, we'll be doing a mock. And then probably the one after that is when we're going to try to get our what if segment in uh, or what if. Yeah, we'll Actually, doing... no, maybe even next episode we can try that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but once, once, uh, so we have this great idea of what ifs where, um, other people have done this before where they say, hey, what if Randy Moss had gone to the Cowboys instead of the Vikings or, you what know. What if Randy Moss never left Minnesota? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of different things and, and it's just kind of a, a nice little fun discussion. Yep. It's good for off season, but we want more than two of us here to, yeah, to do it. We so want once, at least three of the, once, three of once us. at least three of the four is, is in, uh, we'll be, we'll be doing one of those. Um, Otherwise, everybody, you have a good draft. I hope your team gets the player you want, um, yeah. whoever that may be. Enjoy it. The draft is always a fun thing to watch. Uh, and let's have fun with those five quarterbacks getting drafted in the first round. It's, it'll be it'll be interesting. All right, deuces. All right, see you.